0: Well reviewed. I am your host Rosetta Taverna, and this is going to be quite an episode. This time, I decided I decided to read *Turtles All the Way Down* by John Green, and let me tell you, it was quite the read. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much for tuning in and letting me tell you. And let me tell you a little bit about myself. Ever since I was a kid, if you play some words in front of me, I would read them. I've gained so much from reading, and my goal is for people to understand how good reading is, whether you're reading a newspaper or a New York Times bestselling novel. There's something about laying down on your couch or bed and being transported into a new universe, a new setting, a new group of people. Now this podcast is gonna try and model that. Being a young adult, I am tuned towards young adult novels. The style of writing speaks to me and when I write my own little thoughts, I often write it in that style. The style of writing has my own touch, of course. This podcast will focus on young adult novels that you may or not have heard of, and the books that I will read will be decided by you. Any book that you want me to read, if I could find it, I will read. There's a link in the description for a survey that you can fill out to let me know what book you like, and that's how the audience will be able to decide what to talk about. So now that you know a little bit about this podcast, let's find a little bit more about the book I'm going to be talking about today. So, Turtles All the Way Down is written by John Green, the author of very famous books like The Fault in Our Stars or Paper Towns. I've actually already read these books, so when it was time to choose a story, John Green was one of the first authors that came to mind. I find his style very direct with a great choice of words. He's like a chef. He knows that he can just use salt and pepper to season his food, but he knows that with things like basil and paprika will make the story even better. And that's how I would describe his style. One of his first, one of the first few things that I notice when I read a story is the style of writing and how he speaks to his audience. In our day and age, you can't have a certain part of a commercial on for more than three seconds or else people will get bored. Things need to be happening every minute and books are the same thing. But audiences understand that there can't be a climax every single chapter. But the promise and the chase of that climax is what makes the story interesting. And when the climax finally, finally happens, you read it 20 times because you never saw it coming. So those are the first impressions that I get from reading the book. Now on to the characters. So we have our main character, Aza Holmesley. So there's something about her that people don't really expect and it adds some sort of mystery every time you read anything that she says. They do write it in first person so we get an, a glimpse into her inner thoughts. It doesn't seem like the most interesting life, the life that she has. But the minute the search begins for the father of Davis Spigot, you understand more about not just some girl with with serious anxiety, but a friend and something else. I promise, zero spoilers. Read the book. She is by far my most favorite character, and sometimes I wish I could have my memory of this book wiped clean just so I could experience all the emotions as if it were the first time. She isn't the smartest person in the world, but she seems wise in a way that there's no point in trying to tell her that you're a little bit tired because she seems to know more than you do. In other words, she seems very perceptive and observant, even though she doesn't feel that way. It is true that tons of her thoughts are occupied by her anxiety of disease and infection, but when she's present, she's impressive. And After I read the book, I could immediately associate her with someone that I knew, and I pretty much do that every single time. I don't know if I'm the f- only one who does that, but maybe I am. Overall, I would definitely recommend this book just because of AZA as a whole, but there are some things that you will discover that, if you read the book, will completely surprise you. So, now, onto the character that we all wish we could meet in person. I mean, let me just start by saying that she writes, this is Daisy, by the way, that she writes fan fiction about Star Wars. I'm not the biggest fan of Star Wars myself, but it has to be one of the most interesting qualities that she has. I feel like her relationship with Daisy is a little bit cliché. One is quiet and one is loud, but they seem to complement each other well. Even though it might seem cliché, there's something interesting about their relationship. Sometimes you see a relationship where the loud one does all the talking and the quiet one stays quiet. But there's something, there's sometimes where you're surprised about how blunt she seems. Some might think it's being selfish, some might think it's being realistic. She's a true friend and John Green built their relationship so that you know that it won't be always peaches and cream the entire time. I want to say so much but that would mean spoiling the story and I don't want to. Another thing about Daisy is her, how, her outlook on life. She does live from a lower class family and Asa doesn't so there's always that idea of they have different struggles between each other and that makes the conflict even better and even more interesting. So now there's one last character that I want to talk about before we get to the rest. Davis Pickett, he is a son of the guy who disappeared. I feel like John Green made this character not to really showcase the search for the father. Obviously, the blurb says that they're looking for the search, they're looking for the father and everything. But I feel like that search was really just a Kickstarter to the, everyone's relationship between each other and within themselves. The investigation does bring them together, but it makes them realize who they really are as people and their relationships with other people as well. I f- and now on to the themes, the most interesting part of the story. I feel like the themes in this story vary, but mental health is definitely one of the ones that stands out the most. We get to hear Aza's inner thoughts about her anxiety, her fears, and her desires, and that speaks to the reader in more ways than can you imagine. In our generation, mental health has been a very important topic that we discuss with more stress, more things to worry about in our generation than ever before. So I think that John Green really showcased that there is such thing, mental health is a real thing and it's something that we should be watchful about because it might not seem like someone you know has mental health problems, but if you really delve deeper and see them as true people, then you might find something that you didn't expect. I really do love how the author included an inner monologue to help us really understand her, and making the story in first person is even better. Sometimes I don't like it. I usually, I'm known as a person who likes to read things in dual perspective, but this first person perspective was one of the best books that I ever read, just because there was so much that was taught. It wasn't just her her actions and her opinions, but it was her inner thoughts and her character filled along with the anxiety, made it seem more feeling like there was just more to it. So another theme that I think stood out is the idea of love. And I know this is the second episode where love has been involved. Love is one of the few things that we as humans seem to be in, one of the few emotions that we are in. So you never hear someone say that I am in happy, you only hear people say that I am in love as if love is a room that consumes you completely and that you can't really escape from. So that is one of the thoughts that goes through Aza's mind when you read the story. And I think that that really does showcase that love is all-consuming. I mean, once you fall in love with someone, it just takes over you completely. So. Overall, I say that this is one of the best books that I've ever read in a long time, and I hope that you guys read this book after this podcast. So Thank you so much for listening in. I hope that next time you guys can give me a really interesting book to listen to, and I hope that you guys fill in the link in the description, look at the link in the description for the survey. So stay tuned and stay reading. Okay.